Mary Education presents The Road to College, a helpful podcast series designed to support families everywhere as they navigate the college admissions process. Hi, welcome to The Road to College, a helpful podcast series to help families everywhere get into college. My name is Joan Nguyen. I'm the founder of Mary Education and your host. Thanks so much for joining us on our very first one-on-one special. These one-on-ones are going to be bonus episodes where we chat with special guests to get their personal insight on the college admissions process. This month, we're going to be doing not one, not two, but three one-on-one episodes, each featuring one of our recent graduates who you heard share their powerful personal statements on our last episode. If you haven't listened to this month's episode on personal statements, go listen to it now. The personal statement is probably one of the most important components of this process, and probably what all of our seniors are stressing about as we speak. If you've already listened to this month's episode, thanks for coming back. Today we're going to be talking to Wesley, our UPenn-bound student from the Netherlands, and dive into his experience applying to college. I first met Wesley last summer as he was visiting his grandmother here in Pasadena, California, and it became apparent pretty quickly that he was a really special kid. He had already organized debates with students from all over the world and was a born leader, a total people person. We actually found out some special news during this interview. I'm the only person from my entire country who got into Penn. The only Netherlands student in UPenn's incoming freshman class. Now that's amazing. But despite being an all-around rock star, Wesley is just a really sweet kid with a big heart and huge ambitions. I'm literally counting the days. I have this app on my phone that counts down till the moment I fly away to Philly. Oh, really? Okay, so when are you flying out to Philly again? Uh, August 24th. Okay, awesome. And they mustn't have good burgers or burritos in the Netherlands, so I've heard. No, definitely not. And my favorite food, like you said, In-N-Out, is only on the West Coast, so I'll miss it in Philly. That's why I think it was two days ago I even had In-N-Out for breakfast. Oh my gosh, okay. (laughs) Kind of embarrassing, but it was really, really good. Totally worth it. Okay, awesome. So I know that your dad is American and he's a big USC alumni and Berkeley alumnus, uh, and he lives in Poland now. And your mom is Dutch, living in the Netherlands. So what really motivated you to study in the United States, given the fact that your dad lives in Poland and your mom lives in the Netherlands? Well, ever since I was a little kid, I had my mind set on moving to the U.S. I spend every summer here with my family, and I just love it so much. Every time I'm here, I just feel happy. And I really decided that it was time for me to make my own path in life and do what I wanted. And if that meant leaving my family behind in Europe, so be it. But I'm sure I'll meet a lot of new, fun people here in Philly. Right. And I know because your Oma and your Opa, which is grandmother and grandfather, they live here in Pasadena. I know you're really close to your grandfather, right? Yeah, no, I love him. That's a he's one of my biggest inspirations in life because he taught me that in life it's important to be nice to everyone, no matter how they act to you, because eventually if you're nice to everyone, people won't be able to be mean to you if you're nice to them. Like, he grew up black in Alabama, and throughout his life he's been discriminated against, mm-hmm. yet he still found a way to be nice to everyone. And eventually, people realized 
how stupid it was to treat him like he was less of a person and started treating him like a human being. And that's right. what really inspired me to communicate with others in my life and try to make as much friends as possible. It's wrong for people to be treated differently just because the way they are. Doesn't matter what color you are, what race you are, what sexual preference you have. I just find that everyone deserves to be treated like a normal human being. And that's what inspired me to go in the political direction. I want to help the people who need help and who deserve help. A student's identity is the most important part of this process. It will affect every single element of the application and define the college experience. From which colleges they choose to apply to, to the story they tell in their essays, and finally, to the courses and activities they choose to explore in college. Wesley and his brother Nolan are the perfect example of this. Nolan is going to his senior year now and started the college application process this summer. So he is now getting pretty familiar with everything that his brother had to go through. But Wesley and Nolan are completely different. Your grandmother, she said, you know, Wesley is different. Wesley is stocky and Nolan is tall and lanky. And Wesley is all about California and the United States because he puts that he's from Pasadena, California on his Facebook. And Nolan is all about the Netherlands because Nolan even told me that he mainly speaks Dutch to, to your mom, uh, whereas you mainly speak English, right? Yeah, kind of. Even when I speak Dutch, I usually confuse English words for Dutch words because I'm so like in my mind, I'm thinking in English and then I'm trying to speak Dutch and then I just sometimes slip English expressions or English words into my Dutch. Yeah. Right. And yeah, Nolan told me about that yesterday. He told me that there's this thing called Dinglish, Dinglish which yeah. is like Dutch English. And so he was kind of poking fun at your dad about that and some, I guess, like famous soccer coach. And, you know, I've only met Nolan a few times this week. And as I've gotten to know him a little bit more, I, I do notice that you guys are very different, not only in the sense that you guys look different. It's just like your class structure is different too. All the senior year classes that you took or last year classes you took that were humanities, he replaced for the sciences. And he's really interested in economic, political, social, health implications of food, whereas you were more interested in politics, right? Um, you guys both evidently want to save the world in some way, shape, or form, but in a very different way. What do you think Nolan's perspective is on applying to schools in the United States versus your perspective? In one way, it's completely different than mine because I was looking at much different things than he was. Like I was also looking at how I would feel on the campus and more looking at it at an emotional perspective. And I was trying to picture myself at the college where he looks more at the curriculum looks more at what the school has to offer academic-wise. And for me, one of the most important things is I knew I was going to be away from home. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to find a place where I would feel at home. Right. And I think that's the biggest difference that I'm more on the focusing on the emotional side while he's more straightforward looking at the academic qualities of school. Right, right. And that's so funny because even in your essays, when you guys write, it's totally different. So you're very you know, verbose and it's it's very poetic the way you write. And Nolan is just so very technical and very it's clinical. Straightforward. straightforward, exactly. Bringing out that identity in your application is easier said than done, though, especially in Wesley's case. There was already so much to Wesley and so much he had already achieved. We didn't really run into issues of finding ideas to talk about. The problem was how to fit everything he had accomplished and everything he wanted to say into his applications. Well, the hardest part for me was that 
I had so many things I wanted to say, so many things I wanted to put on paper. And I think the 650 word limit really was my biggest uh, obstacle. I mean, here I have a student who organizes worldwide debates, a student who has ambitions that are greater than most adults I know. All of his dreams, his ambitions, his personality, everything was so crucial to Wesley's story. How could he do himself justice and represent who he is accurately without going over the top? I remember that you wrote, I think your first draft was probably 1,500 words and had to cut it down to under 650 for the Common App. And that was just crazy. I think we had so many drafts of that. And it was actually a really rewarding process because in, in the end, we really did have these essays that we were not only happy about the whole wesley clan was really happy with it your mom was happy with it your dad your grandmother your grandfather uh, and so in, in that sense it was a really great success and achievement i felt like and it really portrayed who you are authentically and so what did you really want the admissions committee to know about you especially the fact that you're an international student not only did i want to show my train of thought but i also wanted to let them know who I was as a person. So they really mm -hmm. knew who they were taking in, who they had to deal with. And I think it's really important to show them what kind of person you are like. Don't try to be fake, just try to be as real as possible. I think most people in Europe have this image in mind of someone who goes to an Ivy League school, someone who just focuses on school, nothing but mm -hmm. school. But in my experience, it's not all about school, it's about the things you do the way you are as a person. And I think it's really important not to be like the standard image of someone who would go to an Ivy League school, but to be the person you truly are. Right. And I think that you, you did a wonderful job of that, considering that you have done so many things. I mean, from your involvement in the Together organization to, you know, again, organizing those debates from all over the world. And what advice would you give other students writing these essays, especially the ones applying from overseas? I would definitely have as much people as possible proofread it, ask them if this is really who you are, if this feels like you. I think my most important advice is make sure to start soon and right. keep on drafting it. But especially starting soon was really important. Right. I was really late, but because of your help and my family who kept pushing me, I managed to get it finished in time. It took a lot of long nights, but in the end, I'm really happy with the result. But writing strong essays was just one of the hurdles we had to overcome. You see, while Wesley was already a pretty interesting student to work with, his application process was made even more interesting because he's an international student. I think definitely having my transcripts translated was an absolute nightmare. Right. It took really long and was really hard to make sure that American schools understood what type of school my school was. Because my school, as you know, is really high level, but you don't mm -hmm. have the same type of system here in the U.S. Right. So a B at my school might be an A plus here in the U.S. Conveying that and letting the schools know how the Dutch system worked was really one of the biggest hurdles we had to overcome. Right, because you have three tiers to the Dutch educational system. And I think, and the government sets like what percentage or what percentile students have to score in to go into different tiers. And you're basically at the top of the top. I mean, you're at the gymnasium level, which is the top yeah. tier, but then you're also at a special level of gymnasium in which you take Latin, right? Um, and it's much, much more rigorous. And I think that was the hardest thing was I really wanted the schools to understand hey, Wesley is taking his classes at the top of the top of the top, 
and he's still getting good grades. It was really hard to convey that because it's so different from the American school system. American school system, we don't really separate people based on percentiles, uh, but in, in the Netherlands, they do. Even simple tasks like having Wesley's counselor submit a transcript was compounded by various roadblocks that were really, really frustrating. There were many, many other hurdles that we had to overcome as well, like getting your transcripts evaluated, translating it from Dutch to English and having the right person translate it, and then also getting your recommenders to understand this common app process, right? I mean, your, your counselor was amazing, but it was something foreign to her because a lot of kids at your school weren't applying to international schools. So it was a really huge kind of acclimation process, not just for you, not just for me, because I had to understand the Dutch educational system, but also for everybody else involved. We had to explore the idea of subject tests, right? Because uh, you did apply to Georgetown, which is the only school that I know of that requires three uh, SAT subject tests. And and that was something that I thought would be easy because you, you are great at the humanities, uh, but world history taught in the Netherlands is totally different than what's tested here in the United States. Uh, what do you think there were kind of other differences that we assumed to be the same that we encountered? Uh, for instance, with my uh, SAT uh, subject test for Latin, I'm used to translating, like in the Netherlands, they give you a huge amount of text, for example, by Virgil, and the only thing you have to do is translate the text and make sure that everything makes sense. While here in the US, it's much more focused on a basic level of understanding and more focused on the grammar, which was such a complete transition for me and something I wasn't used to, that I didn't manage to score really high on the SAT subjects as Latin, even though we thought we should because my Latin is great, but just mm -hmm. because the method of testing is completely different than in the Netherlands, the result was not as we expected it to right. be. Right, uh, because for you, your, your comprehension of languages and there are about five that you know, I think, five or six? Yeah, about, yeah, I think six. Yeah, six languages that you know, which is really, really impressive. It, I mean, your comprehension is very, very high, but even still, Latin was very challenging for you in terms of SAT subject testing. And that was mainly because of the way it was presented. It was so different. And so anybody who's international should know to kind of look into these tests earlier, right? Study them much, much earlier, not just yes. assume that just because you know Latin in the Dutch educational system or whatever educational system you're coming from, that you would be guaranteed to know the content on the SAT subject test. At the same time, international students should not be dissuaded from applying to U.S. colleges. As Wesley enters this new period of his life, he's already found immense support and a sense of true belonging before even starting the school year. I actually had a pen meetup yesterday in Santa Monica. Awesome. We had about 30 kids from all over Southern California come to the pier. We had lunch together. And at the end of the day, it felt like I'd known him forever, even though I'd only known him for maybe six hours tops. Right. And that was a really great feeling, knowing that I found a place where I could feel at home. Right. And I think that's something that's good, too, for anybody who's uh, wanting to apply as an international student to the United States, that even though you're alone, which you kind of are, because you don't have any friends who are going to Penn, correct? No, I'm the only person from my entire country who got into Penn. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Okay, awesome. Very cool. So a lot of international students then should find comfort in what you're saying, that 
even though they're trekking across an entire ocean over many, many countries, that these colleges right, understand that it's important for you to meet other students before you start school. That way you have a feeling and a sense of belonging. And I know that Santa Monica wasn't the first meetup that you've gone to because your grandmother does a really good job of filling me in about everything mm -hmm. in your life. Yeah, you definitely don't have to worry about anything because everyone who's going to the school is probably the only person in their city who got in they might know so everyone's just new trying to make as many friends as possible i think that's really great so you might feel like an outsider because you're not from the us but you shouldn't since there's so many people just like you you'll fit in right away right and it's almost like a blessing in disguise too because i know that with my students here from the united states and from california especially when they go to college they tend to have their group of friends like oh my friends are going to UCLA or USC and we're all going to dorm together or go join the same sorority or fraternity and I feel as though it, it's great to have that sense of comfort knowing that other people are going there but you aren't forced to really meet new people and I think for you you've had that I mean you have to meet new people because otherwise you'd be alone right yeah no exactly and I think that's also one of the most exciting things about college is that you are forced to meet new people and go out of your comfort zone. Like, uh, for instance, my roommate. I've never met my roommate right. before. I've only spoke to him on Facebook. But I really feel like we can be great friends, even though I've never seen him before. I think that's one of the most exciting things that I'll be spending an entire year sharing a room with someone who I've never met before in my life. Awesome. What opportunities do you feel like you would have studying at Penn or in the United States in general that you probably wouldn't have studying anywhere else? I think especially because Penn's alumni network is really great. Like, for example, I had a global forum in Amsterdam a couple of weeks ago wow. where I met alumni from all over the world who even, I think I got like three or four internship offers ready oh for gosh. coming summer. Awesome. And that's not something you see in the Netherlands or I think in any other country. Mm -hmm. It's really good that the U.S. is focused on, you know, not only giving you an education, but sending you up for the future. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to come to the U.S. It's because I would know that the school would do every effort to ensure I have a bright future. So there you have it, Wesley Spencer. I hope you found value in what Wesley had to say, irrespective of whether you are an international applicant. Sure, he presented great kernels of wisdom that many international applicants would find great value in. But more importantly, I hope you're moved by Wesley. He is a visionary. He exudes confidence and enthusiasm. He has set forth a great agenda in his life, and he's only 18. Sure, you don't have to shoot for becoming president of the country, as Wesley has. Yes, he is a dual citizen, so he's a viable contender. Instead, take time for introspection. Think about your desires, your wants, your interests. And think about what you can do to explore these interests further and deeper. A great candidate is a product of improvisation, not a scripted, engineered robot. Thanks for joining us during our special one-on-one -on -one with Wesley. Make sure you read his full-length essay by donating to the Children's Scholarship Fund Philadelphia on freebies.mareeducation.com. Also, join us next week as we sit down with Layla and talk about how she was able to stand out as one of 5,000 students from one of the largest high schools in the country. The Road to College is brought to you by Mary Education, SoCal's premier test prep and tutoring experience. Want more information? Visit freebies.maryeducation.com to get more helpful articles, downloadables, and other resources.
First-time clients can also receive a free consultation by signing up on our website. Bye!